podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money. Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money. Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Right, so this is the podcast. I'm definitely not recording this intro about fucking 20 past 10 here tonight and I'm absolutely wrecked at this stage. Um, right, so coming up, what do we have? We have Steve telling a story about when he went to Romania and he's meant to be going to Germany to go to Castles. Uh, we don't actually, he's just telling that story to James at the moment. Just tell it at the moment. Tell it to the pod. We could tell it to the pod, yeah. Do, do your interview next week on, on the Castle trip in Germany. Uh, anyway, right, so on the podcast tonight, we have a brief appearance by Dave Thomas. You would have seen him, but he, he pissed off because he had to go feed the baby with his, with his, with his milk producing bosoms that he has um, we've got James O'Regan we've got Lee Mahadi and we have Stephen Daly and we've also got Paul Little in from the Daily Star um, to have a chat just about things Liverpool match that was the match that's coming all the stuff that's coming up we'll have a look at Van Dijk we have a look oh, we no we didn't talk about Van Dijk this no, time did we no, couldn't no. be arsed couldn't be arsed anyone that's talking about Van Dijk now needs to fuck off it's not happening um, and then uh, we'll do a few trippers chats including plane related trippers chats I'm sure you'll be all looking forward to that so without further ado this is the magic of the cut that's really not obvious it's a podcast we've done all the live bits and we've done fucking setting up about 20 million things now at this stage so I'll just give up like this I said the camera's on let's hope this works and it doesn't fail like it did last week hello camera Um, and there will be a video podcast at some stage when Jamie has stopped scratching his bollocks at some stage tomorrow Um, Dave's just checking out his Dave Thomas is literally flexing I'm actually to see am I sweating because I'm I'm on camera I'm checking on one of these things you learn about the, uh, these video podcasts is never to wear a grey t-shirt yeah. or a light blue short for that matter Why? Like the two things that will kill you really off the sweat yeah. Jose Camacho um, anyway <laughs> right. just use Mitchum Robert Mitchum Robert Mitchum. Mitchum. Okay, right. The podcast this week it's brought you in connection with actually the, the lads from you never walk alone or supported. We'll do the plug at the end, but there's a big gig on Saturday. Go and to Smear it. Smirnoff Voice. Smirnoff Voice. Smirnoff Voice. Smirnoff Voice. Smirnoff Voice. Smirnoff Voice. You might remember Smirnoff Voice. And we want to be sponsored by Audi. So if you <laughs> if you want to yeah, send we're us looking at you Audi Ireland. Yeah, <laughs> if if you want to send us a few free cars, uh, by all means, too. Um, anyway, so yeah, the the gig on Saturday we're going to be there. So come down and see us and. 
the Anfield rap's going to be there and a whole lot and there's face paint and there's barbecues and stuff like that and I'll cover off at the end right um, podcast tonight let's get it on and I'll open up the floor we've got Paul Little in from the Daily Star we've got Lee Mahadi back on who's promised not to be too mad um, and we've got James O'Regan in who didn't bring in a Wi-Fi extender he works supposedly for some IT infrastructure crowd and won't bring a Wi-Fi extender in don't ask me why I don't know. mainly because he's a dick I think yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's, I don't even know what that is thanks lad <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm this <laughs> Dave Thomas is going to be here for half an hour but uh, he has to go home because his breasts have come, milk have come into his breasts and he has to go home and feed the baby right? So that's pretty much you, it yeah, that's it <laughs> that's, what that's what he's flexing they're feeling full he's flexing he's feeling full it's always worrying when you've got bigger tits in your wife I know, <laughs> I know. his it's nipples are very hard at the moment yeah. cracked from all the feeds he's been doing at night time exactly. even I mentioning it now it's like it's getting sensitive you know sweat patches Dave needs to be worried about it's the leak anyway let's talk about some football Oh, Stephen. Stephen, you're here. So Hello, Phil. How was your interview? It was great. Yeah? I really enjoyed Good it. Good STI. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, happy one. Not yeah. too painful. No, not nice, too bad. No born and sensations. Not too bad. Yeah, the Steve will choose the interview, yeah. Exactly, yeah. Right, uh, lads, um, there was a game this week, um, and I won't be around the bush, so Hertha Berlin away. It felt like it was a very happy occasion. Um, both clubs spell, 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 uh, celebrating <laughs> 125 years in existence. Um, I think that was the reason behind the game. Was, yeah. There was many yeah. half and half scarfs in the thing. You may know I'm buying time here because I did only watch 22 minutes of it. I had a few drinks on at this stage. And then <laughs> I tried to watch it last night. Uh, was it like, like, like us to help you out? So let's, let's deal with the first 22 minutes of the game. And then after that, it doesn't really matter. Right? So, <laughs> um, but no, I, I saw the goals, one of them. Um, and <laughs> so I'll make up the third goal. Right, Paul. You're new in the in the hood tonight. So, what was your take on the game? Did you, did you learn anything? Just to it? say, 22 more minutes than I saw. Right. Okay. Um, but if you add up all of the highlights and bits, I suppose you could take about about 20. Right, Grant, um, that'll do me. Uh, general, I don't like really talk about preseason football matches. To be honest, I think. It's, oh well, let's shut it down then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Drop mic. The end of the podcast. No, I wouldn't hold too much storm. I think it's great. It's 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 nice to win three 0 away against the Bundesliga team we did quite well last season so yeah. they're yeah. they're not shoddy or shocking opposition no. they were probably a bit more interested in playing Leicester or Crystal Palace in Hong Kong um, it was a nice celebratory kind of atmosphere it's good to see certain aspects uh, certainly I know what was most talked about Coutinho's turn and pass which was lovely if you don't take into account that the guy who was trying to mark him decided not to bother and then the rest of the midfield from Hertha <laughs> stood off and decided not to do anything either so he more or less lobbed the ball so what was more interesting is the fact that, that Salah was on his bike yeah, and yeah. knew what was happening and was gone I think that makes and then he finished which is actually really good because finishing is very useful yeah. at the it definitely level. helps with scoring goals it does and it's, yeah. he, what's interesting I think on that is that he, he when he was with Roma obviously last season he was brilliant but I think the first period that he was there he was still a little bit scattergun and so what we're seeing perhaps whilst they don't hold too much story <coughs> these seasons that he looks like he's a kind of a focused kind of a guy now who's not phased in front of goal can score left foot right foot when I was watching his goals from last season though he a lot of his goals he had to have two goals at mm. like you know he'd hit it against the post and then put it in or the keeper would save it then he'd put it in and yeah. you know so it's good to see his target the other thing that was interesting about the Salah goal Salah was on his bike but Sturridge was 30 yards behind him yeah you know, that was the worry. Because usually it'd be Sturridge making that run. Yeah. yeah. But he was... That's the spent. worry, ultimately, yeah. is that Sturridge doesn't... Run. 
Yeah, he yeah. can't run anymore. Can't he can't run. get in behind, and what he's trying to do is sit deeper to be something that he probably isn't really. Yeah, he's not in between. So I, therefore, mm. you worry about him unless he can get that burst of pace back, and you read at this stage, it's hard to see it. Maybe he's uh, become understandably more cautious though. He has mm. because I think he now realizes that his legs are made of fucking Kit yeah. Kats. Like, well, it reminds me of so. when Torres, when his hamstrings kept going. No yeah. matter how many times he came back, he could see he never ran. Not yeah. because he couldn't run fast, mm. it's because he didn't. Didn't want trust him. He was yeah. afraid they were going to go twang every time he, he yeah. ran, so he never ran. And anymore. you can understand mm. that for players who have yeah. had injury after injury after injury and similar injuries, that's it becomes a mental yeah. issue for them and as much as a, a physical player, issue. If you're a yeah. quick player who relies on now, that burst. The, the one thing that Sturridge won't ever lose is his ability to finish. Mm. So I think for me, if we're going to play, people were talking about playing different systems this season. We saw it last game of the season. You play Sturridge up front with somebody else and all of a sudden he becomes a different player. He comes to life. Mm. He picks up those little pockets of space and he really really punishes teams yeah. so I still think I, I don't think he I don't think he has 40 yards of pace to burn but he didn't necessarily always have that he had great acceleration but you know at times when we used to break with Sterling Suarez and Sturge he wasn't necessarily burning teams the way no, but he, no. for Sterling me he did. always looked more he looked nimble yeah, and he yeah. doesn't yeah. look it now but he's he also prepared he looks to behind that's what he, he was, he was. and it's what we lacked but I think you're right though because this season we're going to like we faced at a lot of the end of the last season we're going to face teams who are going to sit back against them we need more yeah. players mm. yeah. who are fleet of foot and, and yeah. twinkle toed around the box and can finish after one touch yeah. or two and he can do that he yeah. can take a he can take a half a yard to the side of a defender and stick it away yeah. and we're going to I just think he looks a little top heavy yeah. Look, like he's been on the weights and he's he's decided he's gonna if he doesn't have the pace he's gonna, <laughs> 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 and he's decided if he hasn't got the pace he's gonna be a bit stronger hold the ball up well Cop will probably call him out on that because he was going on about Gomez that's what look, I was going to say it's interesting say, yeah. that he said it about Gomez yeah. but didn't say it about yeah. Sturridge yeah. but I so. think he looks heavy but you know maybe it's just pre-season and mm. it, you know he'll he'll drop down a little bit as the mm. season gets closer but that was my my only thing on the Salah goal uh, was Sturridge looked fucked yeah. yeah, but Solanke. So yeah. it doesn't oh, matter. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, Everybody, everybody seems to be going all in on Solanke now, haven't they? Look, uh, oh, he's, he's the best player he's, ever. <laughs> he's looked uh, no, no, he's looked pretty good he has now look, and uh, the two goals that he scored so far are actually both like, they were up nicely they were like, well directed header and stuff like that so we reckon which is reckon at this point now he's actually fairly like, he's elbowed his way into third choice now I don't think so personally no? I think I think Origi still yeah. gets his place ahead of him but I think mm. what it does is it creates I, I think he's probably ahead of Danny Ings at this point mm. you know what I mean people were talking I'm about Ings coming Ings. in and, yeah. well, and you what, sorry? <laughs> I'm ahead of Danny Ings <laughs> <laughs> so, forgive, yeah, I think forgive what, us Danny yeah, I think it's just, he, what strikes me about him is that he looks uh, robust I think that's something he looks kind of compact he's yeah. very yeah. strong looks like he's not going to you know just crack and break yeah. and yeah. so mm-hmm. we need some guys who aren't going to crack and break and are going to play a lot of games and he looks like he's He's, he's, he's obviously sharp in front of goal at the moment yeah. I know it's pre-season again I don't like to overplay yeah. that but he's come on from a, from a World Cup as well there where he looked you know really good for you know, youth side yeah. so he gives you an option you know certainly in a couple of years and even now he can come on in games particularly the smaller games I think his signing so. could be beneficial mm. uh, this might be a bit of a weird uh, segue but it could, I think his signing could be beneficial for the likes of Brewster Who's yeah. in the youth teams? Because mm-hmm. there's been so much, there was so much talk at the end of last season. Oh, you know, he'll come through, and our fans have a terrible habit of wanting the next Michael Owen, and it's understandable. But they they constantly crave. I don't for want the old Michael Owen. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think, yeah, yeah. Uh, but but what I'm saying is, it could just ease a little bit of the pressure on him that there's no real need for anybody or very few from the 23s to come into the squad apart from the Carling Cup games or whatever. I think if you look at the way Klopp's going to play. 
I don't think he's going. Solanke is going to be in the senior squad because I don't think he's going to play a, a traditional striker. So his, his number one front three is probably going to be Firmino, Mane, Salah, right? So if one of them drops out, you probably see Coutinho come in. Mm-hmm. If 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 two of them drop out, then you see Origi come in. So I think you're looking at like three injuries before Sturridge even gets a look in, mm. or Sturridge or Origi, depending on the the pecking order. So Salanke is a lot is going to have to happen for him to get a game yeah. where he's playing his first try site. Now that's not to say mm. he won't play in the League Cup. Or yeah, I was going like to say yeah, the League Cup and yeah. um, the FA Cup. I but think, uh, you know, if, if we, he picks a senior player yeah. before the FA Cup semi final, I'm going to go mad. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, 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 I, I agree. I, I was saying that today. I was saying in terms of the the squads that we have there, and people were talking about the pressure that's on the first team. There really isn't, there shouldn't be no. that much pressure because we didn't have Europe last season. So I understand we played some of our first team players in the cup games. But we've six games before the knockouts mm. in the Champions League. Sorry, eight games because of the ones. But that's pretty much nearly a pre-season friendly in, yeah. in terms of the qualifier. So when you take it into the group stages, there's six games. Yeah. But those six games can be negated because there's probably, what, three League Cup games before Christmas. Yeah. So no one that's involved in the Champions League squad should be involved in them. Absolutely. No, literally not. I think centre half aside, we're pretty stacked in terms of the squad yeah. to be able to play the competitions we have to play without burning out. Right. Yeah. You can argue about the quality gap yeah, in absolutely. some of those areas, you know, particularly at the fullback areas. But I think that centre half we need to strengthen. Yeah. yeah. But apart from that, I think that between what we have and what's in the under twenty threes, I mean we're not even talking about um El Jaria, who yeah. came on and had yeah, a game. Yeah, yeah. Woodburn, who, who seems to have forced his way into the, <clears throat> you know, he's ahead of uh, Wilson, he's ahead yeah, of Ojo Kent. now. Kent actually has played very well in preseason. So you've got these players that are coming through, and I think apart from centre half, I don't think you can really say we don't have much depth. Uh, we have much more depth than we did last year. No, yeah. like we've enough to fill mm. the front six now, but are we down to the defence where the fucking concerns remain? Like, and that's uh, it's a lot to do with the fact that like, at least three of the senior centre backs now are fucking well. If you even count John, uh, Gomez as a fucking senior centre back, like you're talking a lot of them like injuries now at this point. That's the problem with both. And then we have Clavin. Well, yeah, even Clavin. <laughs> Clavin's actually not exactly like fucking made of steel either. You know, yeah. like and Matt have been lovering about have fucking histories. Yeah. Gomez now already has a fucking history. Like, uh, yeah, that that's that's ropey going into a four competition. I think season. Matt well, it's probably a little bit more robust. Lovren seems to get a lot of injuries. Yeah. He mm. probably keeps running into walls or something. Like, you know. uh, so that's why we... He's at home. I will stand <laughs> He's just running through the gap. The only, def- the only defender that actually manages to stay fifth for us is fucking Moreno. Put him a centre half. What's the worst that can happen? Oh, God. What no. is the worst no. that can happen? No, 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 that's 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 the you know, you could maybe you could take a look at that book. He may well be the man. I, I, I think there's a fair distance between Aspilicueta <laughs> and. and uh, we, should, and <laughs> we should do with Marino what we, what we used to do. We both kind of have blonde hair. On the Marino one, right? And I, I wanted to go. Like I said, We're talking we, about him at centre half now. No, I don't care. But talk about him anywhere on the pitch because, like, Jesus, when watching the game, the 20 Two minutes I watched. Um, they rotated into a tree at the back setup at, at one point, and they kept doing it all the time. Ch- Emery Chan kept dropping in between yeah. them, right? And if it wasn't Chan, it was Wijnaldum who was dropping in, and it became very prominent that they were doing it. And you're looking at Moreno pushed on as a wing back, and you're looking on the other side. Um, Gomez was pushed on very high up the yeah. pitch mm. and was very attack minded, right? So like, uh, you're looking at, as 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 mental as Moreno is, 
he makes more sense up the top end of the pitch. And if you're, if you're going to look to play that style of football with that, with that sort of rotation in midfielder, whoever's playing in there, it was, sorry, what I was trying to get to is it was a very much of a box setup. So yeah. when you looked at, at the middle of our team, there was two centre-backs, then there was two midfielders, then there was two attacking midfielders, and there was essentially two, two, str- two forwards up, yeah. up the top end of it, yeah. right? With two lads running up and down the flanks. Yeah. Who weren't really defenders because one of the one of those I think players, thirteen players, but yeah, well, many old twenty-two minutes we played. <laughs> four, 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 Do you remember Glenn Johnson used to be a better left back than he was a right yeah. back yes. because he had to think about the fact that he could he he, he had to like he was in an what he was position. Doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. I think Moreno would be a great right winger, <laughs> <laughs> having to cut in on his left. Uh, with his pace, having to think about it, that's what I that's what I give him a go. <laughs> when Mane, if Mane goes to the African Cup of Nations again, Moreno at right wing would just have me thinking of like some like you know, did you ever get when you played FIFA ninety eight as a fucking kid and you were just like you just decided to go off on a run anywhere like <laughs> that, that's essentially what Moreno was like the ring. up front to be like, <laughs> <laughs> they're attacking, <laughs> come back to me. <laughs> Why are you doing this? Are you doing? He's just they're lobbing up to me. <laughs> Yeah. No, but I, look, look at it, like I can understand given the Milner injury given the fact that we signed Robertson who was obviously a, a, a more all-rounded full-back right given that nobody wants to spend £15 million sterling on, on Moreno he mustn't have done like he, he clearly has a good attitude Klopp I'd say get, knocks great crack out of him because he's mental right so unlike Sacco who seems to disrupt things the players seem to genuinely like him like the, the story is out that he's Coutinho. Coutinho's best yeah. mate yeah. Right? Coutinho's best mate that's why he's yeah. there right. he's, like the, he's like the weird kid that turns up you know doesn't pay subs but he comes every week anyway because he's good crack like yeah. you know he's throw him off for five minutes right. ah, go on yeah. let him have a kick him up <laughs> I reckon he's actually I reckon he's a serial killer though <laughs> like he goes around with a hoverboard inside a pram on a hoverboard like. but <laughs> there's a bit of me which is like if I was a professional footballer and I made all that money I'd be a bit mad oh, fuck I thought you were going to say you'd also be a serial killer <laughs> I, I wouldn't need to be a footballer to do that <laughs> if I could get away especially with it. if you're not getting away with it you're there on a, on a Friday what I do well I'm not fucking playing tomorrow so I'm not really <laughs> it's like Louis CK do you see Louis CK he goes uh, if murder wasn't illegal everyone would do it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's no moral thing that stops you, no, you know, no, no. If, if murder was legal you'd go you're yeah, annoying think, me I'm going how, to many people, how many people do you kill today oh three yeah, yeah, yeah. cut in front of me <laughs> <laughs> kill, God, kill them with a golf yeah. club you definitely get with that though you know like, you ever fantasise about killing people that like annoy you on a daily basis like you know like a bad bus driver or something like that we're going to edit the video part at this point for the uh, purposes of anonymity uh, come and see us in the arena have you ever just wanted to fucking murder people we'd be the ones dressed in black did you Ted did you ever want to murder anyone did it ever cross your mind you all laugh but all of you avoided the answer <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but for reasons that future <laughs> it's not even on the internet yeah, you, don't yeah, yeah. Be, you don't want it to be used as future evidence yeah, yeah. Uh, my, my uh, anyway look, uh, looking at the game you know <laughs> <laughs> killing people <laughs> <laughs> we'll go back to the game where we didn't kill anyone um, the, the Solanke um, nobody really had him uh, as a force team challenger let's no. say right so, or somebody who would be around the force team squad he looks very intelligent as a footballer. Right? Now, I know it's pre-season friendlies, and I hate bringing it in because Origi looked amazing in pre-season last mm-hmm. year, and we've had lads like, um, what's your man's name? Pacheco. 
Yeah. He yeah. was brilliant in oh, pre-season. Oh, yeah. Nemeth, the Christian Nemeth scored Christian a Nemeth. brilliant goal wow. in pre-season. I forgot he ever played for us. Yeah. Ever played. Ever existed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Aquilani was always good in pre-season. Aquilani was great. Jordan Ibe. Jordan Ibe was Wasn't immense. Wasn't Nemeth the one that broke his legs? Who? A leg. Yeah. yeah. We signed him from a yeah. German club, didn't we? Uh, yeah. Hungarian. No, no, no. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, I yes. forgot Sebastian Yesel or what was it? Uh, no, it Samet Yesel. He was he was lethal. We signed him from Leverkusen. He scored like a billion goals and he was 16 or something like that. Yeah. Once Anthony Latalic. I never bought into the whole new thing. Anthony Latalic, I thought he was gonna be the reason why I wanted to, to ask about Solanke is looking at his playing, looking at the way he plays, looking at his style, looking at the intelligence he seems to have for such a young player, right? There is an awful lot of Lewandowski about him. I'd say Klopp is licking his lips. <laughs> oh, Careful now. Okay, I'm going to go now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Dominic English Lewandowski. English Lewandowski shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I think someone did actually say that on Twitter that, that it could be his project. So Listen, I hope it is. I really I'm not saying he is. See you, Dave. But, um, Dave, thanks for doing the video spot earlier on. <laughs> <laughs> See you now. Don't oh, forget to change your pads. Um, <laughs> don't, get me, don't get me wrong, like, but I'd love, I would actually fucking love it if Solanke turned out to like be absolutely shit hot this season. You know, like I was like, um, the Lewandowski thing, no idea. Like I wouldn't really know what to compare him to at this point. But watching in that preseason game now as well, actually, the the way he peeled off the fucking centre half the game, set up the space for that header was actually quite impressive. It was. It's something that you don't normally see. Yeah. Nineteen, twenty, and you're out. Tw- 20 for fuck's sake 19, 20 year olds those 19 year olds are always very good Same with the goal against Palace where he, he kind of it was just a quick touch and then he put it in yeah, like yeah. you weren't necessarily expecting him to I mean a young lad and he's getting his first kind of a run out that he didn't look to knock it back to somebody go you know yeah. go wide and just keep it safe Wasn't but his first input it's, 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 that, that to me was Daniel Sturridge-esque in mm, the sense yeah. that we've lacked that from, from Firmino especially it's one of the things that frustrates me wildly with him is that he nearly needs to walk it in mm. he, he rarely is willing to just get that half yard and have a smack and, and see, early, see what happens yeah. Yeah. Nearly, uh, yeah, no absolutely but I'm sorry listen yeah. you know every oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Martin Skirtle did it a couple of times as well doesn't True. mean he's a potent <laughs> striker absolutely. so what yeah. I'm saying is from that point of view it's one of the big criticisms I have and it's lovely to see Solanke as somebody that will get half an opportunity and look to take it I think he'll get more because Origi's now injured he's got a hamstring injury so mm. yeah. how long is Origi going to be out for so. I, feel, I feel a bit sorry for Origi because he has he seems to pick up since he's been at the club he seems to pick up injuries yeah. where at the point in time when you need him or you think he's going to get a chance and he's going to get a look in and he's going to do something in, in, in that role and he always has opportunity and injury yeah. tend to go yeah. hand in hand for him unfortunately as you were saying to Neil Meadow last week when you were asking about when he got his opportunity with Liverpool and instead of Instead of stepping out when he was injured, mm, he took mm. the injections and he ended up ruining his own yeah. career because his knees, his knees gave way him in, in, yeah. in the end. And, yeah. you know, obviously nowadays they're more aware of, of player fitness and they won't let players just play through the pain barrier because they know they're not going to get 100% out of but it. You, you would have thought that with Rafa Benitez as well. Yeah. You would have thought Benitez understood injuries and he always spoke about having his different fitness coaches and stuff like that. But there's Meller telling him, my knee isn't right during a game. Mm. And he takes him off at half to- <coughs> takes him off at half time and makes him go and play the game the next day against West Ham Reserves. Well, he did yeah. the same with Torres. But this, this is yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, so, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. He, he was quite a, you know, sort of a dictator in that yeah, sense yeah. by the sounds of things. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So mm-hmm. you would hope 
that people there are there is better management there and that's not a reflection of the individual but just yeah. as a whole as the sport but progresses. again when you look at Benitez he's driven by winning especially yes. at yeah. that point in his career at Liverpool he is driven by winning right and he's prepared to sacrifice whatever he has to sacrifice to, whoever. to win something yeah, yeah. whoever it was yeah. and you look at Torres I'd, I'd say an awful lot as much as Torres loved him for giving him making him the player that he was when you read the Torres interviews and, and, the, and, and all the bits after the World Cup in, in 2010 when, when yeah. he went and he was, he was severely injured, you could see there was still a deep resentment of Liverpool for allowing it to happen. Like this, this is where, this is where the, the, like he, he says he's been let down on promises, but he was also let down by the club because they forced him to play through the playing barrier and mm. he would never got to the level that he wanted to play in that World Cup for Spain, given yeah. how big the, that World Cup ends up being for Spain. Well, it's as a funny well. point when you think that, that how much criticism Sturridge was getting for, being, for saying, effectively saying that he, he either felt injured or didn't feel right to play a game. Yeah. People would be on his back saying, you've got to be more robust, you've got to be stronger, yeah. you've got to play through the playing barrier. Yeah. People still call him a coward. Yeah, maybe you just, I mean, there are those kind of injuries you, you mm. can't, and then you see how he is now where he looks like a guy who doesn't trust his own body, I suppose. That's the thing. When We're hypocrites back. as fans in that sense as well, though, aren't we? You yeah. know what I mean? We, we want a player to be robust. We want them to be, you know, putting their body on the line. And you look at Suarez, who you heard, you know, who was a Steven Gerrard or someone was saying about him playing, you know, his fucking ankle was like a balloon and he's pulling there the sock mm-hmm. on going, I'll be grand. Like mm-hmm. And he goes out and bangs in a hat-trick in the game against Norwich. His, his, his ankle was completely swollen. Yeah. But what you're doing in that situation is you're, he was the anomaly. He's the yeah, anomaly. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Most players who try to do that end up further injured yeah. and you're wondering why you risked them for but a game against Norwich. you think the pressure from fans but the pressure from a manager yeah. and the intense pressure. So, I mean, think back to Shankly talking about he just wouldn't even talk to guys who were injured. Yeah. They didn't mm. exist anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So if you feel you're in a club where you could potentially just stop existing Yeah, in terms especially of if you're a young kid trying to get your pressure, chance. Like and I, I think mm. Klopp has actually said something similar. If people are injured, he, he just doesn't even think about them. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. He'd like say, oh yeah, they're injured, they're not in my thinking, or something along those it's lines. It's just a broken tool. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's, a, he's a very literal guy, isn't yeah, he? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he At seems the end of the day, be. though, like, what's, can you really afford to be fucking arsenal? Like, as a manager, like, if you're in their position, like, you know, like I said, like, there's an awful lot of pressure on them. Like, what's it? They get sacked for anything these days. Like, a couple of bad fucking, sorry, a couple of bad results and you're out the door. Like, so, can you really afford to be worried about fucking lads who actually aren't currently at your disposal? Like, I think it all depends on you as an individual. You Some know, of them are more cold and pragmatic. The like I know, I know, Rafa was famously cold to a number of fucking players. Like there was a few lads that kind of like that had a lot of access to grind with them by the time they left the club and stuff. Mm, like yeah. and I think, uh, I don't think Klopp's immune to it either. Like he seems like a lovely fucking nice charismatic guy when we look at him and stuff like that. But in the training session, like you know, he could be, I know. could be fucking hellfire and brimstone. Actually, he could be. Like, I, I think from what you're hearing about from the players, he yeah. seems decent. He seems a guy who's interested in them as an individual. And I was listening to to Trev's podcast there um, today only. And and himself and, and Simon Brundish were talking about the fact that he seems to be a person who, who Trev, Trev Downey Trev yeah he used to be on this pod it was probably before your time though Phil hi Trev um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah from, you thought I was going to say something about Trev didn't you <laughs> didn't uh, though I'd be nice because we had drinks at the weekend <laughs> <laughs> Trev, Trev and Phil and Andy were out at the weekend so was, was that before he that. fell off his bike when Trev, yeah, no, he fell off a mountain. Oh, he fell, off, fell off the mountain. I thought he was on a bike. Some, someone had put something up that he was on a mountain bike or something. No, he was. But just he on went a up a hill. Yeah. He came down a mountain. <laughs> <laughs> he hobbled into my daughter's christening. <laughs> In te- the typical Trev, sw- very suave fashion, he had his waistcoat and everything on. He Did he? 
wasn't cold enough for the fingerless gloves though no it wasn't cold enough for the fingerless gloves <laughs> his Ebenezer's he looked up by the way Trev you're, the, the gift you got my daughter is lovely thank you very much um, anyway um, go on what you were saying about your no I was just saying the two lads were talking about his involvement with players and how he does seem to be so into them if he feels there's anything he can do this is what, what, what Simon was saying he gets the impression that if he feels there's anything he can do to help somebody's personal life as much as their playing yeah. career I, he seems to be that sort of guy that wants that to be there that extent to fans I, I don't know if he could help me get a corporate <laughs> box over there or something I'd be really if you don't know if you saw the first interview Klopp did about Robertson he 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 criticised people at the club for not knowing that Robinson was expecting his first child, and he said we should know this straight away because that's a huge change to his life, and that obviously affects him then as a player. Yeah, who? That was like Joe Allen, though, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, when yeah. Rogers and Joe Allen, and he said, "Listen, it takes six months for a player to nearly get over the birth of a child because yeah. they're the same as anybody else. They still have." But Joe Allen turned vegan as well. Yeah, <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> bulked up on turnip. I know. <laughs> Did he actually go vegan? He did, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. That's vegan yeah. Joe. So that, vegan like, Joe. that chicken that he was holding up like, wasn't dinner, it was actually a pet. <laughs> it, was, it, was, yeah. it was his friend. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it was his friend. It wasn't even Most a people are mad. It was, it was friend. <laughs> he was very strong and very injury resilient until he became a vegan. Well, uh, Djokovic yeah, man. recommends it as the reason that he turned from where he was at to... He's vegan as well, isn't he? Yeah. Very vegan. injured. Well, he's only injured now. <laughs> That's my point. Yeah. <laughs> he's been a vegan for many years whilst winning major after major. Or and then his body went, hang on a second, I'm a vegan here. Boom. Gomez. European lads went into the veganism, actually. Who? Like Joe Allen isn't Eastern European, mate. He's Welsh. Well, it's East of Ireland, so. He's <laughs> <laughs> in Europe and it's East of Ireland. Djokovic, so. uh, what? Serbian or something, isn't he? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Just on it, look, Paul, you mentioned as well, the defence looked very frail with Clavin and in there Clavin yeah. was the, did you just oh see him doing that swing at yeah. the ball yeah. and missing it completely I, and going on I his don't arse. need to see Clavin uh, oh my it was really. hilarious Paul. I'll yeah. send you the gif later dude, it's dude. magic yeah uh, I think we I mean everybody that, that's where we need to, to work uh, and it's not even getting in first choice centre house I'd say it's getting in second choice centre house mm. because I don't think he's one that you would really uh, rate uh, yeah unfortunately he was Augsburg level yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it turns out that was his level. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was it Brian Kerr who had picked him out has been one of the ones to watch? Uh, not to watch. Or yeah, just to watch no, been, and then he got then he was accused of getting the wrong guy or something like that. But yeah, he, yeah. Kerr said he was like one of the worst oh, really? footballers he'd ever seen or um, something like that. Yeah. And then somebody said he had got the wrong man. Or yeah. he, it was a particular game he was talking about. Kerr that Fair was played against him. Yeah. And then they said, oh, he actually wasn't playing that game. But I suspect. I mean, Kerr would know his stuff, and I'd say that he had probably studied up. Yeah. The team Estonia at that mm. point, and I say he knew well, and he more or less when he first saw it, it was that he's not. When Andy sorry. found out they were signing the Estonian lad back last May, like we just laughed and we said, We won't be signing manual from Estonia, we've got loads of money. <laughs> <laughs> then he rocks up. Yeah. <laughs> Hello! <laughs> uh, you know, you were hoping for him to be one of those, like, uh, those really, really low profile yeah. fucking signs yeah. that just turns out to be quietly brilliant, the way, like Maxi Rodriguez just, was. Or just one like of those. Like, but, it, but it just what, didn't see, go that way. Like, I think what happens with Clavin, and we were discussing this earlier on, is like, had Clavin come in and played five or six four team games and played the League Cup matches, it wouldn't have made it, it wouldn't have been that big of a deal. Yeah, right? it's how much we had to rely on. Yeah, but exactly. when you end up playing him in double figures amount of matches because Matt and Lovren <clears throat> are so injury prone and liable to pick up injuries, 
and there's nobody else there because we're playing. But he looks more kind of the opposite of what you need um, in terms of how we want to play if we're going to try and push high and we're going to squeeze the game. He looks like a guy who wants to stand on the edge of the area and get his tackles in. He looks like the sort of fellow who's done the same job as Sacco did at Crystal Palace in the sense of they were banked on their 18 and he's just smashing anything he gets in his way. He doesn't want to have. 40 yards of space behind him at any stage yeah. so once he does and then he doesn't have a defensive midfielder in front of him then yeah. he's exposed really <laughs> just thinking exposed. back to the game on Saturday there was more than one occasion where like that he left a lot of space in behind him and it was just gas to see it getting <laughs> <laughs> exposed you're just like yep here we go well, I, 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 the, the, the 22 minutes I watched Berlin just went there's the left side of that team yep. and we'll just go in. and run really fast yeah. and we'll see what happens and it was just yeah. like everything and all it was was Wijnaldum and, and Chan spent their whole time trying to fill in a hole behind Clavin and Moreno constantly it was just like and Matip was trying to come across and it was just you're just saying this, is, this will be a problem if he plays for us in the same way teams started targeting Milner last mm. year and targeting the fact that he always cut back in on himself they're just going to look and say we can just exploit the space the space yeah. and the pace I think you're right on. this idea that they're going to try and play a three at times and once you play the three and push out your centre-halves wider you're not going to worry about the space behind Moreno anymore because he's going to be well up, up. there yeah. and he's there mm. for I know we've been talking about him and, and this criticism but I can still see the attributes that he has that might be of interest in terms of even Say we're defending a corner kick, you see how we try and break. I mean, oftentimes you'll see as soon as we've got the ball, he's gone. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. already gone. He's not even looking back. He's just yeah. told to go. He's obviously not decided himself. Something he doesn't even have. A, yeah, he doesn't yeah. even have a little glance back. No, he's, he's waiting just, to see the ball yeah. coming from. And oftentimes, like a dog when you throw a stick. But it's actually a, of, a lot of players are, are, are seem to be detailed to do it. Yeah, uh, they're not supposed to look. They're supposed to just go. Yeah. and the problem is sometimes then we've delivered a bad ball and they're caught twenty yards forward yeah. and somebody's given it away behind them and yeah. then you say, well, "What the fuck is he doing? What was he doing?" But I think that that pace and that recovery pace has if you're going to play a three you know as a wing back that might suit I don't see him being his first choice but I could see that he may get games or he might go his kung fu tackle is still a thing of beauty oh. where, where he makes up 65 yards on somebody it's still 30 yards from goal and rather than making up that 66th yard he decides I know what I'll do I'm going to catch this guy from behind with a kung fu tackle this is where Klopp needs to come in I mean as I say he was brought in supposedly as a top coach of players and improver of players mm. so here's a player to improve mm. that you may he has attributes that we can use so you know we're selling a lot of players getting rid of players we don't want here's a guy who actually might have give us some options or you know okay maybe we can't sell him so maybe try and improve him because he can't offer something I'm trying to think of the players that he's possibly improved that he hasn't signed Lalana. Yeah. yeah, fair yeah. point. Fair point. Yeah, I, wasn't, I wasn't settled, though. That's the thing. I, I can't decide myself whether I know, I settled think it, in as opposed to improved. Well, put it this way: I don't see Lallana getting any better than he did. Like I don't, I I don't see Lallana going in that direction. I'll throw the controversy when I, I think. Sorry. I think. I think Lovren is a better player now under Klopp than when he was there. Under Which is Lovren. almost a compliment. No, I think what I would say about Lallana is I don't think it's necessarily settling. I think it's it, they. I feel nearly stumbled upon it against Barcelona last season in the preseason friendly. He played the role of the front of the three midfielders and was outstanding there. Mm. And mm. then over the next few games, because of in the injuries to to Chan, which meant Henderson dropped back, he ended up playing in that three throughout preseason and and into the start of the season. And he was phenomenal there. But my argument of that is that I mean, in fairness, Lallana was good when we signed him. Yeah. He, he struggled in a team that was struggling but we played him out in the Mane position mm. yeah but we also say Borfermino mm. and you say that he was he was a player everybody wanted um, and he has gotten better and better in the time that he's been there mm. and that may be because he was a very good player in the first place and he's now just settled into a role in a team with a coach and a club rather than actually the manager making him better but my argument would be that when 
Mane was out and Lalana was deployed in the front three on the right hand side. He was awful. He looked mm. like the Brendan Rodgers Lalana again. Yeah. So I don't think it's about settling in. I don't mm. think it's about Klopp making him a better player. I think maybe he just suits having See, the I, game in front of I him. I think what people misinterpret is about a manager making a player better. It's not that he makes the person better, right? He just figures out how to get the best out he of the player. Yeah, exactly. So when, 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 when you say that it's a bit it's of settling in. The same thing, you know, well, it isn't, isn't. Some managers can make players better by waving a magic wand or something like that, mm. right? Or like, like you looked at Ferguson and he used to get players who are absolutely average to perform well above their ability levels, purely mm. whether it was fear or whether it was being able to put incredible confidence into them. Look at what they did to Makeda for five months yeah right no and I'm, we never I'm heard serious. from him again oh, never heard from again right so no, like, no. no and, and this is what i'm saying some managers have that that, that touch about them you know there's 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 i can't think of anybody else that's something i was trying to think of one. <laughs> <laughs> well, two, two players in the history of football I've got one. <laughs> Conte and victor moses right yeah yeah fair yeah, right. yeah right. no victor moses was, was on his way to huddersfield or hull city or one of those teams and Conte comes in and he turns him into an incredible wing back right mm. so it's again mm. it's been able to he recognized this fella actually has the attributes James milner as a left back yeah milner's a left back's another one yeah. although milner sort of if you looked at the way milner was playing on the right wing for us the previous year and he was covering an awful lot of, the, of, of covering when Klein went past him all the time mm. and was able to fit in and played a couple of games at right back there was sort of that thing then well he's played as a full back before do a job. yeah he could do a job there if you need he had played before though. he yeah. played for City Yacht games and full yeah, at right back and, and stuff like that Wenger was yeah. really the one that was seen for it wasn't he you know what I mean the change yeah. from Henri as a winger to a forward, forward. he yeah. takes Vieira in well the back four as well and Adams and Bold and those yeah. played football that you wouldn't expect they were everybody knew they were good defenders but they actually mm. they were able to, to adapt to a team and, yeah. and play football they want to play a different way well, anyway, that, like, okay. Look, let, let's look into the, the the games we have because it actually it's it, it's a big spell yeah. of, of games, right? And it's probably the most the, the most hectic period we've had in the preseason. So we've got um, a match tomorrow against no, Bayern, Bayern Munich. Bayern Munich. Wednesday, isn't it? Nope. No, tomorrow. 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 And, then, yeah. and then we it's have the second game of the Audi. Yeah, it's on ITV Four. No, well. it gets better because when we have the second game of the Audi Cup on Wednesday. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah so there were two yeah. games in twenty four hours. Isn't yeah, it? there's two games. So clearly, we're going to have two completely fresh 11s to, to play a game and, and likely that each 11 is going to play more or less the, the 90 minutes mm, yeah, of, yeah. Of, of what's there you'd have to feel then that Saturday he tries to put out his first 11 for 60, 65 that's the last game before that's the last, last game that's before Watford yeah. So. When is the when is the draw for the oh, who said it on Champions the League? Who said it in the WhatsApp uh, group? Wasn't it? It's. Uh, I know when the game is. The game is the. Isn't the draw next Friday? Is it? That's what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, I think it's this, this Friday. They have to. Isn't, isn't the isn't the the second legs? Yeah, second legs are tomorrow, and someone said the draw was on Friday. The draws on Friday. So we'll know at that stage. So before before the the bill get bill the bill go But look looking at the games, obviously it's going to be a mix and match. I I don't know. You know. Bayern Munich and then we've there's Atletico Madrid and there's Napoli right so no matter who we play in that second match yeah, you don't want they're going to have the same issue they're going to have two games in 24 hours um, and we're going to probably see either the first team tomorrow, a first team tomorrow and a second team on the pre, the next day or vice versa they might mm. go with the weaker team tomorrow given they're coming off the Hertha Berlin game and yeah. who do you expect to see in this match against Bayern Munich I, for me I expect Emery Chan to start obviously because he's a, he's a product of Bayern Munich and he, I'd say he's dying to play in that see match see Henderson starting yeah um, Mignolet Mignolet starts against Bayern Munich yeah Carries is injured well there's a good reason Trent Carries is injured yeah Trent he's Lovren I, I think he'll go Trent Lovren Matip Robinson uh, he might not yeah yeah maybe he will maybe he will but he might I, I can't see him playing a first 11 
be mm. inspired. So I think we get about seven to eight of the expected first eleven. Yeah. There was a few people left behind on Saturday and stuff like that as well. Mm. So yeah, it's it's a tough one. I'm not saying that from Firmino and Mane will probably play together. I would like, yeah, it would be nice to see yeah. the three of them play if that's I, I think what is will. going to be there. At least I'm on Bayern for but a half. Actually, I would love to there. actually see uh, Salah, Mane, and Sturridge play. Personally, that's what mm-hmm. I would like to see. It'd be interesting if uh, you had to see something like that if, if you were going to play Salah on the left and Manny on the right and see yeah. how Sturridge feeds off cutbacks to make up for the lack of pace or something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Like, then I think he might do this. I was the game, one of the games in that the Asian Cup, Premier League Trophy Cup, whatever mm. it was yeah. there, that he, he, did he start the three of them? Um, not Sané, but certainly uh, Firmino, he had Sturridge fr- and Salah. Salah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I remember back to Rogers' days um, when he played with, with Sturridge and Suarez and Sterling that certainly a game against Everton when they hammered Everton that he played Sterling just pinned him to a wing yeah. and then had the other two rotate yeah. Yeah. not necessarily out wide yeah. I think I think remember John Stones on the other side was getting absolutely destroyed by Sturridge and Suarez on that side <laughs> but they weren't necessarily on the wing they were just kind of inside a bit yeah. one sitting inside Sturridge the just stayed right on yeah. the line yeah. uh, and he was, it was a little bit like that in, that in that game at times where Salah was, was sticking to a wing and the other two are moving all over. He is the place. so fast. He really mm. is. Oh, it's insane. Like I'm wait, and uh, the doom merchant in me as a Liverpool fan just says, hamstring. "How many months before he goes?" Uh, and then he's gone, <laughs> and you're just going, "Well, that's him never running." But that what does he do anyway? Though is that little bit of space then that you've left a corridor up the left? That's where you could see Moreno but, play and just steam up and down. Yeah. The line. See, for me, what about Solanke? Well, for me, oh, like again, we've got a we've got a game within 24 mm. hours. So I think when you look at we've got cover across the front six. Yeah. Right. It's more so. How are we going to treat the midfield? Because he doesn't. He doesn't want to. Obviously, he you know. Like, I don't. I know they're saying that he's fine and he's back to being fully fit. And the whole well, lot, I think Keith is going to play for. Keith is playing, is he? And Van Dijk. Yeah. <laughs> they're both starting. Yeah. Half time. I think those are not. It's more what combinations you see throughout the two games yeah. rather than mm. like what who starts each game. It's I, so I, see. I, I think the Berlin game is very interesting in the way the midfield set up because it wasn't. As I said, it was two that were, oh, and like he loved the rotating part in terms of players who were rotating in and out of a position. Mm. And Chan and Wijnaldum were basically taking turns to drop in. And when the other one dropped in, the other fellow became a steam train to run straight yeah, through yeah. The, and carry the ball up. Well, that's, instead of that's passing the thing around. I noticed in the game. Like the, the whole front six were so fluid. There, everyone was moving around. There was, yeah. like, there was no real set positions. And I think that's what Klopp is going to do this yeah. season. That you're going to see a very fluid front well, do, six. Do you see there was a clip there. Uh, um, was from an LFC TV of one of the training sessions where I think it was people were picking on Lovren for missing a ball by Salah through the middle. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, I dived in for that one. I did. <laughs> but there was there was the way they were even in that little drill that all the lads in the bibs were pushed right up mm, on yeah, top of the opposite. Yeah. Once they lost the ball, how quick Henderson and Salah moved the ball between them in midfield to release whoever wants to score. But that was the point. There was suddenly a twenty yard gap between those six and Lovren and whoever else was playing beside them they were kind of lost because any ball over the top of them or around them they were kind of they didn't know where to be yeah. they didn't know where they were supposed to stand so I think that's always going to be a danger all season that we get split when, when everybody pushes yeah. forward like that to press that if we lose the ball I just really want to play like that and I do want to say Paul and anyone who's, who's watching or listening to this if you're losing your shit over a training session yeah. on Twitter, right, you really need to take a long look in the mirror at yourself and maybe go outside and talk to humans. It's, 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 it's a good thing to do. 
human interaction. <laughs> human interaction will the medicine get, for all. Learn how to relax because you know it's, sunshine it's, it's, is not the enemy. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever about a friendly match, but a training session and video clips from a training session. I mean, like, come on, <laughs> <laughs> genuinely. Some philosophy there. I know, it's just it's ridiculous. Well, like, it, it, like we can't say what happens in the Wednesday game because you know it's all going to depend on on what he puts out in the, in the fourth one. I think I think I think Robertson will play because obviously Moreno played in in, in the Berlin yeah. game. I think Trent Alexander they're probably a bit nervous about overplaying him through preseason. Probably a bit nervous about playing him at all. Wrap him up until Watford. Yeah, I think I think uh, Mini Klopp is is playing right yeah. back in one yeah. of the games. <laughs> but is Milner back fit? Because there, there is he's back yeah. training right back. Yeah, he's yeah. back. Would he, imagine would suit him better than left back. But he yeah, might get option. we have options there. I wouldn't be worried. He'd get his folly off crossing back in yeah, if he plays absolutely. in the right back as opposed to left back, which means full back. So who cares? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know. Well, it was interesting. <laughs> so interesting for everybody. I, I, remind, I remind you of who cares if, if Lovren cares. appears at full back <laughs> and you start losing your shit over it. Full back. Ah, uh, no, I'd actually much prefer him at full back where you can't do much damage. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I was this. Oh, you can. was saying today about Gomez, or in the last couple of days about Gomez. And it was interesting. He made a couple of little pointed comments about. Obviously, there's been an overhyping of of uh, Alexander Arnold. You know, there really has never. Um, not like our fans. Um, <laughs> oh. but clearly, he is the next Cafu. Yep. And um, from from that point of view, like he Klopp made his point that Gomez is actually a much stronger defender than him. He said offensively, he's very very impressive. But he's only 18 and mm. he has a huge amount to learn defensively. Yeah. Well, he's and a midfielder anyway. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I honestly and, think that kid plays like a midfielder. But he did play midfield. Like, we, we, we switched him to right back, didn't we, in the last 12, 18 months? Before well, I that, I don't think he Unlike Kevin Stewart, who switched from right back, right to, back midfield. to midfield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know us, the old vice versa. Um, but, but from that point of view, yeah. We Bet you're raging to sell Kevin Stewart now with yeah. no right backs. <laughs> Where's Kev? Where's Kev? Ah, bollocks. He's got the hole. Did we actually sign the deal? Can we get him back? It's Robertson. We can't pin our hopes on him for the season. You know, we have to remember he is only an eighteen-year-old kid, and yes, Mm. was he's made a lot of progress. That could be that could be staggered at some point. He you always say. I think Klein is going to start when he's fit. Oh, absolutely. I think think it also gives you a certainty on that side that was he's not brilliant going forward. He's going to give you a stability at the back. He pushed people to the other side. I think. Ah, look, I don't think Klein's place was ever in doubt. Like it's never it's never really been in doubt. Like I just think Alexander Arnold. Like I think for an eighteen year old kid, is actually like more than adequate backup for Mm -hmm. right back. Like you know, like I think he's actually really good. There could be a lot to get out of him there, but. uh, as far as putting that kind of... No, no, I understand why we're kind of keeping him out of the fire in pre-season yeah. and stuff like that, especially if he's the only one left that we have before Watford, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> considering they're all falling apart at the moment. But, um, why no, are they falling apart, though? So it's a lot of muscle injuries, isn't it? Like, it's, a lot it's, of inten- yeah. it's an intensive training. Yeah. Three yeah. sessions a day, wasn't it? At one stage? Yeah. Uh, look, we had a discussion about this. Let's get though. Raymond Von Egg on yeah, the phone. Say, Let's get Raymond, man, yeah. 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 Utilisation... <laughs> Ray, next, if, if, if you can exclusive speak. next STI, yeah. <laughs> next STI. I'm pretty sure he already has. Steve Owen Ray, <laughs> how's your egg? Yeah. <laughs> but look, in in, in in looking at it right. So you, you, as you said, looking at the the Bilbao game, we're we're all expecting more or less what very close to what will be a forced eleven. Yeah. Would you say? Absolutely. You it's, would it's hope the last game together. before before we kick off the league season. It's mm. Klopp's last chance to kind of have a look so I think yeah okay it's... James I'll start with you so in that instance who do you want to see play against Bilbao Ooh, Firmino injuries Ma- injuries permitting him Firmino Mane and Salah 
up front mm. and then midfield oh let me see Chan and Hendo I think play with Wijnaldum oh no jeez Coutinho sorry Coutinho he's, he's gone <laughs> oh yeah yeah James has already sold him. James sold Coutinho <laughs> oh, this evening. Yeah, yeah. He's already accepted. Um, he accepted 100 million from the I cheap. I did, I did, yeah. On the cheap, yeah. Um, yeah, Coutinho, let's uh, say Coutinho, Hendo and Wijnaldum as the starting three in midfield, I think. Is it Watford home or away? Away. Okay. And defence? Uh, going on who we have at the moment. Who's fit? Whoever's <laughs> left. <laughs> Mignolet starts in goal, I think, because as, I, as Carius seems to have been carrying knocks, so his preseason is being knocked back again due to injury. So then I, I, I would start Robertson. Um, I think Trent will start because we don't have any other right backs, and it'll be Matip and Lovren. Okay. Lee, any, any, any Spanish there you want to throw at that? No, not particularly. Not really good. Like, I'd like to see Robertson, Robertson start as well. It is mm. Robertson, isn't it? Yeah, I no, keep Robert. saying it. I can't. I keep forgetting Robinson. it's Robinson. Jack or Robinson, fucking so much. Jack Robinson. Yeah, Remember, Robinson. he made yeah. people saying Robinson, but it is Robertson. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I was writing it for fuck's sake. I was. <laughs> Anytime I like, even write out one of those like, stupid starting elevens, it's always the same thing. I keep writing Robinson. As I said, what well, we did last week, we we posted a picture of Jack Robinson on Twitter, and people didn't even recognise the difference. <laughs> <laughs> Just shows you him. Did you actually do that, like? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, but like the starting eleven was like, yeah, like obviously if Carter, like uh, I don't know, like I'd probably stick with Mini Life at the moment. I wouldn't he fucks up, and then I'd be. Like Ray Carrius, then you hop in. But um, if he's injured, he's injured. I haven't got good knowledge of the injuries right now. And now Klein's not fit. So if you're looking for, are we talking about starting for Watford? I believe mm. Watford. Watford. Um, Bill Bell. Ideally, ideally <laughs> Watford. Bill Bill. Ideally, Klein will be back. Yeah, what was it? Like, Klein will be back. Klein will be back. They're talking. Klein's going to be. They're talking September before Klein is back. He's hardly had a preseason. Yeah. Fuck it then. Do you know what? If, if I Watford starts Trent, fuck it. I, I'd start Trent. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. He's still protecting him around then. Uh, <laughs> if he's not getting any games, he won't be very fit for the yeah, start of the yeah. season. Mm. I suppose you should, well, maybe I don't know, maybe play him up with Bell. If Milner's back, maybe like, he can probably play right back. If don't know how Gomez's injury is only minor, isn't it? Yeah, it's only a knock. Right. But are you going to change any of James's team? That was the question. <laughs> I don't know, actually. What was the midfield again? He had Hendo, Vinaldum, and Coutinho. Make up your mind. Yeah. That's twice yeah. now, James. You'll be brilliant, Carl. Imagine you picking the team in the dressing room. <laughs> and uh, starting today, we've got Sean, Hendo, and Vinaldum. Oh, no, yeah. sorry, I mean Coutinho. Yeah. Yeah. No, hang on. No. <laughs> I don't see Chan starting. I'm going with Lana in midfield, actually, instead of Vinaldum, probably. Oh, yeah. Henderson, yeah. Coutinho, Wina- uh, yeah, Lana. Lana. Yeah. Paul? Yeah, I'd probably have Vinaldum instead of Lana. And I think front three, I'd say he probably got what he's going to start with. So, yeah, I think Firmino, so, Salah and Man, and yeah, yeah. probably something like that. I'd like to see that anyway, because I think they need to see that. Yeah, yeah I as think soon yeah. as possible. Still. Oh, not Carrius at any stage. My love of Firmino is going to show again here. Um, I think he's been poor in pre-season. I think he looks fast like carrying weight, yeah. Um, and he wouldn't start for me. No, so Klopp loves him. He's starting. I know he does, but he, the question really was, who would I start? So, oh, so yes. um, I don't love him. And therefore, <laughs> I'm, I'm he start. He's not going to start. Um, so. <laughs> Sturridge would start up top, and my middle three at this moment of time would probably be Henderson, Wijnaldum, and Coutinho. Uh, Lalana in with a chance uh, instead of Wijnaldum, but I think I think Wijnaldum maybe just gives you a little bit more in terms of being able to fill in for Henderson. Okay, I'll, 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 I'll tell you now, chance starts. 
He's only Chan, back a week. I know. Well, he, he walks back into the team. Well, the, the one thing I'll say to you is, and I'll have a bet with you now that Chan doesn't. Which is Everett, this game, Bilbao listen, or Watford? Watford. Okay, I'll have a bet with you now on the podcast. Just let me say something. No, no, no. But you no, no, you're saying, interrupting me. But you just told I've let us you. Now. I've just let you talk. So listen you didn't to let me. me. I chose to. <laughs> listen to me. Right. <laughs> the reason why I said Channel Start is, and and people ignore this piece of of, of evidence that sits there every time he's opinion fit, is the word you're looking for. No, every time he's fit, Klopp picks him. And what's your point? He's my not point fit is, at the moment. My point but is, he came he's back a week gonna, ago. If it's, if it's the Watford game, then he's going to pick him. Sorry, because I was getting confused about Watford and Bilbao. Against Watford, he'll play him because he's he's big and he's physical. Exactly. And against Watford, that's what you're going to have to have. Yeah. If you so remember the Watford game last year, he was the one that scored yeah, the yeah. overhead kick. But even then, he was just he was bigger in the park. And yeah. The doesn't start for me. Battering lads all over the shop. And I'd say you will. I would say him and Hendo will start, and with Coutinho. I'd be more than happy to see it, but I don't see it happening. Because I think, think as a, as a, it would be for the and it just wouldn't have gone with it myself. So, oh no, I just, that's, 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 and that's who I think he'll need. He'll many pro- big guys in that pit. That's what you get mm. against Watford. It's going to be a bombardment. Yeah. Well, Dean is then why not start Solanke instead of Firmino up top? Because I still think Firmino's got a bit of physicality there. I also think Solanke. I think. Yeah, Solanke is still. I was being facetious. Yeah, just playing as a back three, part of the back three. Yeah. I will say I think the I think the lottery card and I said it last week and it remain remains in my head is that if he decides to play a three at the back, Chan is going to drop into that back until we sign another centre back, right? And I think well, that'll be Wednesday according to uh, certain people on Twitter. Which oh, Wednesday? Fuck off, That's Wednesday. <laughs> James, Wednesday James I, I keep explaining this to you. Right? <laughs> Every time we're forty eight hours out from a football match, the, it breaks. Van Dijk is done. Yeah. Kate is done. It's either Van Dyke or Kate is done, and the announcement will be at the end of the week, right? And then there's a rush of people, rush of the lemmings. <laughs> to the, is he done? Yeah. Is he done? Eyes, eyes. Is he done? Eyes, eyes. I did last night messing. I just put up two eyes, right? <laughs> and straight away, so, what's this mean? Right? <laughs> <laughs> Stick it in the middle of the game after about 25 minutes because just, everybody's online 25 yeah. minutes and can't see it or is not looking at it. Yeah, so, yeah, so then you say, because I noticed that for the Tranmere game, the Wigan game, <laughs> Kate is coming. Yeah. You know, I, it's constantly. Yeah, Van Dyke, 25 minutes. Every Monday, though. Every Monday. Monday. Big week for Liverpool. The no, attention seekers. Googly eyes. <laughs> the attention seekers come out, right? Just before the game, because people are oh, drawn online yeah. and mm. all the traffic is there. Yeah. And all of a sudden, so they want the people to come to their accounts and read their words. Right, and then make people follow them. Not right. like us who really Thanks, podcasts Explain around said matches. No? Yeah. <laughs> who want people to come to our account and listen to the shite we talk? <laughs> <laughs> we never do that at all. So that's why I put the googly eyes last night. Right? <laughs> so, and as I got there, then somebody went, the same person was like, what does it mean? Right? Then said, <laughs> <laughs> we're the balls of that, then you're just guessing there's going to be a half ten announcement. He's <laughs> 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 just there going, I don't even need to reply. Like You are uh, fulfilling what I was doing. Some absolute mouth breeders. Ah, it's great. <laughs> right, look, I'm going to wrap this down um, with a couple of trippers chats um, so the first one we've got is from Jason Kennedy and Bam Big or Abaldi uh, first one Stephen I'll ask you if you could fly a plane over anyone's house in Ireland whose house would you pick and what would the banner say really you want to ask me that <laughs> question do you, do you want the, um, the answer that's likely to inflame things or would you like Seeing that I've turned a new leaf, <laughs> yeah. Um, what? Who would I fly a plane over the house? Of? And what would the banner say? And what would the banner say? Yeah. Um, who don't I like? <laughs> How many planes would you? <laughs> 
I don't know. Maybe over Bono's gaff. Yeah. Just say you're a bit of a prick. <laughs> Is that about it? Bono, That's you, about you seem a bit of a prick. But you know what? As I found out, maybe even the people you think are pricks, and you actually get to talk to them, aren't. And There's others that you think are pricks and then just turn out to be pricks. Yeah. But maybe Bono's not one of them. So I'm going to say, Bono, you seem a bit of a prick. Would you? James? Ooh, that's a tough one. Uh, let me think. Whose house would I fly over? Just in Ireland, is it? Yeah. Yeah. That's... Oh, okay. Uh, let me go. Ah, Dennis O'Brien. Dennis O'Brien. And what would the banner say? You're a prick. <laughs> <laughs> so the question now is, if you had to fly a plane over someone's house with the banner, you're a prick. Hang on a second. Hey, you're trying to get a two for one day and you're just getting a flame. <laughs> if we get, get the one right message, route. get yeah, the right route. Get the right route. We could actually cover off nearly every house you wanted. <laughs> you're a prick. You're a prick. Yeah. You're a prick. <laughs> Have a guess what? You're a prick. <laughs> right. Lee? Uh, Varadkar. Oh, I also hate the poor. Oh, that's nice, but uh, I think you're wrong because I think I like Leo. Great. I, I like Leo. I'm being ironic here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I actually just hate the poor. Like I was on with. Paul, it's tricky. But listening to, I, I think uh, to take a similar political line, Paul Murphy, uh, but maybe have on the back of it, um, I'm a prick, uh, but I'm gunning for you. Something nice like that. <laughs> And then I would have a rocket <laughs> <laughs> in this house that killed him. I would have used an F-14 Tomcat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Air to service missile. Paul Little is not using a Cessna. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like an F-14. Yeah. It's an Apache gunship. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a relevant one. Um, one, of our, one of our contributors, uh, Demo, Red29, Demo Floyd, <laughs> asks, if your mate doesn't show up for your birthday party, even though you did for him, where on a scale of one to cunt does Phil stand? <laughs> Double cunt. <laughs> Demo, I was there from start to finish. <laughs> Steve, did you come to my daughter's christening on Sunday? Oh. No, no, no. <laughs> it was actually your daughter's christening was on Saturday, for the record. I know, yeah, I was just uh, checking. Demo's party is the sole reason I wasn't at your daughter's christening on Saturday. So, Demo, if you want to know, there's a reason why I didn't go to your birthday party because I wouldn't have been at my daughter's christening <laughs> on Saturday. I went to it. Demo, I'm going to have to stick up from here. You did say you were going and you were driving. Yeah. And then clearly your missus told you you weren't going. No, it wasn't. And you didn't go. It wasn't. I literally had to go and do stuff on Friday night before the christening on the Saturday. And I was just going to get up there at nine o'clock. Yous would have all been fucking well on the go. I, Neil, didn't, I didn't get there till 11. Well, Grant, Neil would have been well on the go at that stage. Cause Neil he, was drinking Belfast bombers. So, uh, <laughs> at seven o'clock in the evening. <laughs> well, I got in there and he was, he was sharing out this pint of Guinness into two pint glasses and then partaking to drop a couple of whiskeys into each of them and a couple of Baileys into each of them and telling Sean to get it down his fucking neck. So, so that went well because about four minutes later I saw him in the lift going, Jesus, I don't feel too well. And off he went out for a little puke. Well, it didn't seem to bother him too much because we do have video of him singing. Uh... Oh, yeah, yeah, Master Plan. Master he Plan. sang the Master Plan. He got the DJ to turn off and he sang Master Plan a cappella. He up and sing a song and then the DJ offered him the, the karaoke backing track to which he replied nah I'm doing this acapella chief <laughs> and off he went not a bother on him so uh, yeah so, so Damo I would have come to your uh, 40th had I not had my daughter's christening the next day and actually do you know what in fairness I, rang, I, I texted him I said I could make up a shit excuse for you but look I've got stuff to pick up and I can't be arsed going later on when I get back home 
Yeah. So you know, instead of we're a very honest group here. Yeah. <laughs> except for Damo when he rings me and tells me that his, his pet pterodactyl, his has, pet pterodactyl <laughs> has to go to the vet in cabin, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and his wife is dropping his mother to down to drop the, the yeah. thing off and the cat the, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. So uh, last one then, Umara. Uh, asks, which actor would you play in a movie of your life and why? Umar, look, you asked this question so many bloody times. <laughs> and we've asked, answered it so many times. Have the, we ever answered it, though? What? Have, has she, have we ever answered it for her? Because we, I'm pretty sure she's asked us about 100 questions and we've answered one of no, them. No, 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 she, 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 we have answered this one before. So, Umar, I wanted to tell you, if you go to uh, season 15, 16, episode 23... <laughs> Trev asks that very question and you get all the answers. Okay? Because <laughs> okay, I, I can't be answer, asked answering it and it, I want to go. Mara, he's been very mean to you. Sorry, Omar. Apologies. Sorry. One of our top three listeners. Do love you. Along with Ali Thompson. Great crack. And Ali Thompson. Yeah. Hey, Ali. Ali T. <laughs> Ali T. Ali T. Right. Um, that's, that's, that's more, uh, more about it. So that's more or less. More or less. It, more or less it, yeah. I'm, I'm literally um, starting to run out of words. Yeah, okay. All right. Um, that's a right. solid. That's a solid. Right, so that was the podcast this week. Uh, big thanks again to Paul Little for coming in. Um, his fourth show, Liam Hattie for as well for coming in, and for James O'Regan and Dave Thomas who pissed off halfway through to go feed his baby, um, and Steve O'Cosh for doing a Steve interview and, and and the rest of the stuff as well. Um, this week's pod was sponsored by Smirnoff Ice and um, yes, yeah, Smirnoff Ice. And Audi, Audi, if they could send us some free Audis, that would be great. Uh, the one thing we were pro- prompt, uh, promoting again in, in the previous one and in the show as well is the deal that's going on down in um, the Lansdowne Hotel of Baggett Street on Saturday. It starts at 12 o'clock. The fun and games, there's bouncy castles, there's face painting, there's barbecues, there's the Amphi Rap at half two, there's the Beatles Live at three o'clock. There is um, a DJ on from half three until kickoff time. There will be a post game. Raffle and DJ Seth from Half 7 as well we're going to be down there we're doing something down there we haven't announced what it is yet because I'm just finalising everything else but we will be doing something down there all the lads most of the lads that you know are from the pod are going to be there as well um, and Trev might even be there um, from the discussions I was having with him on Saturday so get your ass down come over say hello to us um, and you never know what we'll do with you when you're there we'll probably take the piss out of you and stick it on a podcast somewhere um, so that's about it so again big thanks to the lads for coming in tonight it was Paul it was Lee it was James it was Steve it was Dave and it was myself Phil Casey Good night and God bless So I heard from my sister's friend's cousin that Kohl's has the lowest prices of the season and had to see for myself. For real, the deals are so good. I got my kids' summer tees for $5.99, a cute swimsuit for myself for $17.99, and a shark vacuum for $199.99, which will be great after Sandy Beach Days. I got Kohl's cash, too, and I got it all in less than an hour with free store pickup. So, yeah, summer, I'm ready for you. Select styles ends May 23rd. Some exclusions apply. See store or kohls.com for details. Hey Denver, Ready Refresh makes it easier than ever to get water delivered right to your door with contactless delivery. Thirsty for more? Ready Refresh offers a variety of beverages from purified and spring water to sparkling and flavored beverages from well-known trusted brands like Arrowhead brand 100% Mountain Spring Water, San Pellegrino, Perrier, and Aquapana. Visit readyrefresh.com now and receive an additional 10% off our standard 50% off introductory offer with the code RADIO in all caps at checkout. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ready, set, refresh. Sports Social Podcast Network.